Welcome to the Switch On Podcast. My name is Adora Lumina Mbelu, Bright Light Purpose Driver and your number one purpose and productivity coach. Each week you will learn how to own your mind and body and make it work for you on your life's journey. I want to show you that while you may not always have control over external forces, you can create your own pathway to fulfilling your God-given mission and it all starts with your mind. Hi guys, Adora here and welcome back to Switch On. You know, every time I do this intro, imposter syndrome tries to set in and say to me, what makes you think you can switch people on, Adora? And then I start to just like remember all the internal work I've done on myself over time, the skills I've built, the experiences I've had, my track record. And then I say to the imposter syndrome, get back, get back. You don't know me like that. Get back. You don't know me like that. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. What exactly is imposter syndrome? Dictionary definition first. Okay. So imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you're not as competent as other people perceive you to be. So this definition is typically applied to intelligence, to achievement, but it also has been linked to perfectionism and the social context. Okay. So to put it simply, imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. So you feel like at any moment, people are going to find out that you're a fraud, right? You're not as smart as you think you are. You're not as articulate as you appear to be. You're not as charismatic as, again, you appear to be. You feel like you don't belong where you are and that you only got to this position, this point that you're at through luck. Imposter syndrome can affect anyone, right? So no matter what your social status is, no matter what your skill, your work background is, your degree, your expertise, it is more common than you imagine. So people like Maya Angelou, Serena Williams, Tom Hanks, Michelle Obama, Sheryl Sandberg, Seth Godin, who's my legend, um, have all mentioned dealing with imposter syndrome. So you know how you're in this moment and you're like, oh, you've been invited for an opportunity or someone has called you about something and you say to them, I don't think I'm the person in the best position to teach you this particular thing. Yeah, sometimes that's imposter syndrome talking. So let's talk about some scenarios, right, that help will help you sort of think about this imposter syndrome stuff before we go into actually how to deal with it. So let's consider some scenarios that will give you context to imposter syndrome, right? So you feel like you got lucky when you actually prepared hard and worked hard for something, or you find that it's hard to accept praise, or you apologize for yourself when you actually didn't do something wrong, or you hold yourself to incredibly, sometimes impossible high standards, right? Or you find the fear of failure paralyzing, or you avoid expressing confidence because you think people will see it as overcompensating or obnoxious. Or sometimes you're just convinced that you're not enough. Okay. So if this is you, this is actually most of us. (laughs) Today, I'm going to share how to deal with imposter syndrome, right? And what I'm sharing today is actually based off of my personal experience. And I hope that it will help you handle this better. Okay. So we're going to go into number one is internalize your success. Many times when we do something exceptionally well or we get any form of accolades, we're very quick to externalize that win. We immediately attribute it to someone, to something, or to a moment that got us there. But the truth is, even with that external push, 
or grace that you may have, you still played a role in your success. So understand that you did something to get there. It could be as simple as you just saying yes to something instead of saying no. It could be as simple as you showing up on a day when you didn't feel like it, right? Look inwards to see how you contributed to your success and celebrate that. So internalize your success. Second thing is instead of worrying about what other people think, focus on providing value. Again, I'm going to say that. Instead of worrying about what other people think, focus on providing value. You see, one of the things I've seen happen with a lot of people, especially thought leaders, is that we don't realize that we're servant leaders. And as a leader, you've taken a stance of servanthood, right? You're continuously in service to other people, yet you still feel insufficient. Helping others is a responsibility, okay? You will attract those who understand your gifts. You will attract those who understand your skill sets and are happy to have intersected with your life to their own benefit, okay? Remember this, you're not for everyone and you will never be for everyone. So just focus on giving and eliminate the concern of what other people think about you. The truth is there will always be somebody who thinks you're crap, (laughs) believe it or not. Like, I think I'm like the coolest things is sliced bread, but there are a lot of people who probably think I'm crap. I mean, maybe not a lot. I exaggerate, but there's someone out there that says to themselves, oh, you know, Dora is nothing. Okay. We all don't want to hear that. Right. Like I said, there are people who, who will not stand your guts. There are people who will always, you know, have something to critique about you, but don't worry about that. Number three is ask others to share their thoughts about you and your work. Okay. And save what it is that they say about you. You don't have to wait till you're building a website or applying for a bank loan or applying for a job to get references and testimonials. Most people only get references and testimonials when they need it for something. But one of the things that I've learned is to ask the people in my life to share their thoughts about me and my work. And that will help you just understand the value and the benefit that people get from you. Save these messages. If possible, print them out and place them on a board in your bedroom, okay? So somewhere that you can see it every day and gas yourself up, okay? Sometimes we need those reminders to just get our energy up and to feel confident in our abilities. Number four is stop looking at other people's work and comparing yourself to them. You see, in this era of media overload, right, scrolling through your phone is just enough to cause anxiety. So you're asking yourself, you know, am I doing enough? Do I need to create more? Someone is doing what it is I should be doing. I can't believe they did it before me. How can I drop something that is next level to theirs? It's very easy for us to sow seeds of competition, of jealousy, of resentment, of frustration, anger, insecurity. The question you always have to ask yourself is, who do I want to be, right? Who do I want to be? Do I want to be this person who is planting and harvesting negativity? Or do I want to be this person who is learning and growing through my exposure to other people's success? So here's my advice, right? Only you is assigned the mission that you're on. You were created for that mission, right? You're not going to miss out on momentum. Nobody in this world is going to take your spot. 
Okay, no matter how great the quality of my platforms are, I will not take away the mission that you were created to accomplish. So don't let other people's work tension you. Wake up each day and do what it is that you need to do for that day. Wake up the next day and do what it is that you need to do and let the rest sort itself out. I promise it will. Okay, the next thing is to humanize yourself. It is very easy to find yourself on a pedestal that the world creates for you. Many times this pedestal comes with terms and conditions, right? So including that appearance of perfection, it almost starts to feel like, you know what? I have no permission to fail. I have no permission to fall. And that's a lot of pressure to deal with. So listen to me, right? You have flaws, you have challenges, you have issues like everyone else, and that's okay. You have to accept that this is part of your humanity. So the more perfect that you try to appear, the more likely you are to question your imperfections. The more honest and authentic that you live your life, the better you're able to be the best you while you're showing your learning and your growth journey. So you're evolving and people are like following you through that evolution as well. Understand that you will make mistakes. They're inevitable. But those mistakes that you make, they don't make you fake. They don't make anything that you shared, anything that you said you're about. They don't make those things false either. We all make mistakes and that is the beauty of being a human. Okay. The next point I want you to think about is that your bank account doesn't lessen your worth or your work. Man, this one is real. Okay. So for me, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Okay. So I'm going to tell you guys a personal story. So just a few years ago, I feel like I was totally killing it in my professional career. So I was doing groundbreaking work. I was getting paid really well to do this work. Um, but my overheads at the time were like way over the top. Okay. So I was doing approximately three to four million naira in overheads every single month. Okay. In staff salaries inclusive. So approximately 50 million naira a year is what I was doing on overheads alone. <laughs> That's a lot. Now, what that meant for me as an entrepreneur is it was very easy to spend so much money on these expenses and not profit from my work, right? As a growing entrepreneur, it's very easy to confuse acquiring unnecessary overheads with building your company. And that was me. So I would go into the bank sometimes hoping that the person at the counter didn't know me from social media or something because I'd be like, oh my gosh, they're going to see that I don't have money in my account. And I was such a big deal in the professional space. Now, fortunately for me, my growth journey has included a ton of introspection, a lot of self-awareness work. A lot that has just helped me deal with, you know, the insecurity in that area. Now, financially, I'm in a different place now, but I understand the struggle that a lot of people face in this area of life. And so even when I was struggling financially, did it lessen my worth and my work? Absolutely not. Right. Did I do all the things that I publicly said I was doing? Yes. Did people benefit from my expressions? Yes, they did. So money cannot be the primary measurement of success when it comes to your worth and your mission. Okay. Stop equating everything to numbers. The next point I have for you is you're continuously evolving. So your opinions, your thoughts, they're going to change and that's okay. That's life. Okay. So as you go through life, And the many experiences, if you have a growth mindset, you will find yourself continuously evolving. 
And with this evolution comes a change in opinions, a change in thoughts in beliefs. And that would mean changes in your life in general. Okay. So I need you to understand that it's okay to change. It's okay to communicate those changes too. Don't ever feel like you have to take a harmful stance to the grave because you've publicly communicated otherwise to people. And you're afraid that they will think that you're inconsistent or that you're phony, you're fake. Oh my gosh, you said this before and now you're saying something else. You see, when you hold back from articulating and communicating those changes that are happening with you, then you're doing a disservice to the world because there's so many people who are still stuck in something that you may have shared before that has now changed over time or that has now evolved into a, into a better, better way. Right. And you're not communicating that better way because you're afraid of what people are going to say. So please allow yourself to change, allow yourself to be dynamic and be able to share that per time. Now your credentials don't necessarily mean that someone knows more than you. It only means that they've spent more time in school. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not in any way discrediting the importance of gaining knowledge or credentials, but I think that education doesn't have to be institutionalized. Okay. So for it to be valid, it doesn't have to necessarily have been routed through an institution. I personally, I have solid degrees. I have academic achievements that I've gathered over the years and they've been helpful on my life's journey. However, the majority of my learning has actually come from a place of personal experience. So just like interacting with other people, serving in various capacities over time, um, just genuinely being intentional about the information that I consume. So what I learn, who I learn from, how I learn, So yes, there will always be people who seem more qualified than you simply because they have certain credentials, but it doesn't mean that they know more. It doesn't mean that they're even more qualified than you. It just seems that way. Let me give you an example. So outside of my professional experience in um, brand development, right? And in content and in storytelling, I'm also... Um, a life purpose and productivity coach. This is something that I actively do. And I've coached over 300 people who have gone on to do amazing, amazing work in this world. Now I've received, I would say 97% positive reviews of my coaching programs. However, I still do not have any official coaching certification, right? (laughs) I have a gift. I have skills I have, an, I have experience, right? Personal experience. And that is what allows me to actively coach people and see mind-blowing results on their journey. Now, will I ever get certified? Probably. Maybe when I get to a point where I'm like, okay, you know what? I have time to invest in the process of certification. But I remind myself every single day that I can coach people through my gift, right? And that my connection and my ability to listen deeply with clear intent and purpose is what stands me out and not just my skill. Okay. So your gift is a solid credential. Stop downplaying it. The next thing is nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just trying our best. Okay. So we're all showing up each day. We're trying to be and do our best. Nobody in this world has their life completely figured out. And that is completely okay. I mean, who would have thought that like right now we would be in the middle of a pandemic at this time? Like we, we didn't know, we didn't anticipate it or anything like that, but we are here. We're living in it. We're trying to thrive through it. Okay. 
many times I know we say to ourselves, oh, you know, other people seem to have figured it out. Like I'm struggling, but they know what they're doing. They have plans. You know, they're able to articulate those plans. They're able to action those plans. And maybe they do have a lot of things figured out, but maybe they don't. And maybe they've just decided that they're going to show up regardless of what they have figured out. So you show up too and give your best. Number 10 is track and measure your success and then reward yourself. You see, many of us have to learn how to pat ourselves on the back. We're always looking for external validation, right? We're always looking for external appreciation. And when these things don't come, we start to get frustrated. We start to get unhappy, but I've learned to applaud myself, right? Sometimes I even fist bump myself for the work that I do. Like look in the mirror and just be like, yo, Adora, I'm so proud of you, (laughs) you know? And it's not just on a professional level. So it's not just, oh, you know, I accomplished this particular thing in work, but even things like showing up to the gym, eating a healthy meal, you know, making someone else smile. Like for me, it helps boost my confidence. It's very easy to get caught up in ambition without measuring the little progress you're making every single day. And it's that seemingly small progress that leads to the big success. So count and then reward yourself. So get yourself something nice. Take yourself somewhere nice. Reward yourself. Buy yourself a pair of sneakers if you have to. Buy yourself some chocolate, okay? Um, But make sure that you're rewarding yourself. Make sure you're patting yourself on the back. Stop waiting for external validation, external appreciation all the time. All right, guys. I hope this video has been helpful to you. If it has, please share with someone who will benefit from it too. Don't forget to hit subscribe on my podcast. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, don't forget to hit subscribe on the YouTube channel as well to receive updates when I drop a new video, drop a new podcast. Follow me on Instagram at adora.lumina and I will catch you on the next episode.